Hello, hello. This is episode 34. Welcome back, everybody. Okay, I have finished up the What I Would Go Back and Tell My 2016 Self series, and today I want to share with you how to process your emotions. Okay, process meaning feel them, acknowledge them, see them, all those things. And here's why. When you are in great emotional pain, grieving your life or the life of your child, for example, struggling on a daily basis where little by little the worry and frustration and exhaustion, sadness, stress, and overwhelm are debilitating, when you absolutely feel alone and like you're carrying the weight of your family on your shoulders when you feel like it's all falling apart and you're about to break under the pressure processing your emotions gives you relief during hard emotional times like these it gives you a change when you process your emotions which is as good as as a break from them and it helps you to feel better than you did before if you want that relief and better, a better overall feeling, then you need to learn how to process your emotions. Processing your emotions also brings you clarity and increased peace. So if you're on board with that, keep listening till the end because I'm going to share with you the method that I use to process my emotions and it's super simple. First, I want to talk a little bit about how the most dangerous information to us is what we do not know. And in that case, that's the information that we would learn from our emotions if we were to process them. So when we don't process them, we experience our emotions in a really aggressive and rough way that can be dangerous to us in the long run and can also be damaging. So... If you don't process your emotions, sometimes it can be like being on a train track that you can't get off of. You're there, you hear the whistle, you see the train coming towards you, and you run in the other direction and you get run over by your emotions anyway. And sometimes it's like getting unexpectedly hit in the gut. Or maybe for you, it's like being sucked down a bottomless black hole where you're unsure if you can ever get out of it again. Or maybe feeling your emotions when you're when you're not processing them, it can feel like running away from a monster that you've never seen. But if you will take a minute to process them, you will see that there's nothing that you really need to run away from, hide from, resist, or fight. Because we were made to emote and to fully feel all of those emotions without dying. Okay? And it is in stillness and feeling the feelings and observing them that you learn the information that you need to know in order to gain clarity and feel peace and feel better even just a little bit better overall it's worth it so this information is only dangerous to us and damaging to us because we don't know about it so take the time become familiar with it it's worth it now listen if there was a way that you could heal your emotional world without feeling all of those terrible things then i would be teaching that but the reality is that there isn't another way 
you cannot outrun your emotions. You cannot avoid them. You cannot outsmart them. You cannot always predict them and you cannot escape them. And I've tried. And you, I mean, we're creatures of emotion, right? It's part of who we are. So to find some relief from emotional pain of any kind, you have to go through the emotion. You can't go around without losing a part of of yourself. You can't resist it without fracturing the wholeness that you would be if you processed it. So how do you process emotions? What does it look like? And there are several methods out there, but today I'm going to share with you the easiest way that I have found to process emotions. It's simple and easy and quick, and you can do it as a meditation or as a simple journaling exercise. Before I get into it, though, I want to give a couple of disclaimers. When I say simple, easy, and quick, I mean that the process is not complicated and it does not require any advanced skills and it does not have to take hours out of your day to do. When you are in the process of processing an emotion, it is not usually an enjoyable experience because most of the time you will be working through the negative emotions that feel debilitating or are a struggle for you, the ones that you've been running away from. Not always, but just usually is how that goes. Also, this work of processing your emotions is a lifestyle change and not a quick emotional fix. This is not a race to the other side, okay? This is a lifelong thing, like sleeping or eating. (laughs) Emoting is one of those lifelong things that we experience, we feel our whole lives. So what I'm sharing with you is how to do it in a way that promotes your well-being. Okay, now on to the how of processing emotions. To process your emotions, you need to first, allow them, and second, notice them. And that's it. Allow and notice. Simple. I'll explain what I mean by allow and notice. In order for it to make a little more sense, I'm going to use the specific emotion of overwhelm as I explain the process. Allowing emotions looks like pulling up a chair and inviting overwhelm to sit down. It's thinking about overwhelm as a separate entity than you, almost like overwhelm is another person entirely that has come to visit you. So when overwhelm comes to visit you, you hold still, go internal, and sit with it. This is allowing it, allowing overwhelm to just be with you. You aren't running away from overwhelm. You aren't pushing overwhelm away from you. You're just allowing it to be there with you. Now we are going to notice it, overwhelm, by asking yourself these questions and listening for the answers. Okay, so go back to the place where you're going internal. Where is overwhelm located in your body? And it can be in more than one location. There's no one right answer or you can only have it in one link one location. So just go internal and observe where is it? Is it in more than one spot? And just go with it. If you do have more than one location that you're feeling overwhelmed in, for example, in your chest and in your stomach, then just choose one location to start with. If you only have one, then just go there. 
All right, so let's say that overwhelm is in your heart. What form is it taking? A person, a shape, an animal, an object? What does it look like? Does it feel heavy or light? Is it moving or still? What color is it? Is it doing anything? If so, what? At this point, when you've given it a little bit of character and shape and color, feel free to shift over to the other location that you felt it in your body. So if you felt the overwhelm in your stomach and your heart, now you can go down to the stomach and you're going to ask those same kinds of questions again. What form does it have? What's its color? Is it moving or is it still? Is it heavy or is it light? After you develop a little more character for the emotion in the second location, go ahead and hop back over to the first location. So if we were in the stomach, then go back to the heart and just notice if overwhelm is the same or is it different? Does it have the same color or shape as before? Is it moving now or is it still now? What's happening with it? Has anything changed? And just notice. No hard, fast conclusions, just noticing. Then after you do that, go back to the stomach, to the second location. Ask the same kinds of questions again, or just notice if it's the same or if it's different. And what you're doing here is you're having a sort of dialogue with the overwhelm, where you're learning from observation. What is overwhelm trying to tell you? Is it trying to communicate something or is it just notice me, see me, and that's it? As a side note, this is not a comprehensive list of questions. So check in and if you feel led to ask other questions, ask them. The point is to get to know the emotion as if it were an entity or a creature of its own. So for example, when I was processing overwhelm, for me, initially it was a huge metal ball just sitting on my heart. And then as I shifted back and forth um, in my body, it started to change where it then became a transparent ball that had smoke and kind of like a storm inside. And then the storm faded and in the middle was me in like a, a fetal position. And I couldn't see my face or anything like that. Um, that situation of seeing myself inside that crystal ball led to different questions than what I've written. So it was like, what am I feeling? What am I doing there? How am I feeling? Because now I had another, another, um, object, me that I was interacting with. And what I discovered was that I was feeling lonely, which helped me realize that my overwhelm was just a mask or a cover for feeling lonely. And so that was really helpful for me to understand in knowing why overwhelmed would show up in the first place. It's because I was using it to mask my loneliness. So the point, again, is to try to just understand it as if it's another entity and engage in an observant dialogue. I hope that makes sense. Okay, because remember the goal here is to see overwhelm, hear overwhelm, and perhaps understand overwhelm just a little bit better 
than you have in the past to gain more clarity of whatever emotion it is that you're processing. As another side note, there is no clear ending to this noticing the second step as you can keep asking questions and keep observing. So you can do this based on how much time you've allotted to it um, or until you feel like you've had a shift that you wanted or really anything else, right? The point is that you need to decide on your own when to move on and wrap up the session. And you don't really need to worry that you're not getting the full amount or that it like it's an all or nothing kind of thing because it's not. Like, remember, this is a lifelong pursuit and you're going to come back to it at a certain point. And you also don't need to worry about not being able to um, access it again. I heard of an idea called feelings buried alive never die. Like, if you're feeling something and it's disruptive to your internal world and it's affecting your external world, it will surface again and you will find it. So you don't need to worry if you need to stop right in the middle of a session to go help a kid, it's all right. Okay, when you start to wrap up your processing session, just notice that this is how you feel that emotion. All the information that you gathered in that session, just notice, okay, this is what overwhelm feels like to me. This is what it looks like. This is where it goes in my body. And then ask yourself, what do I think about overwhelm? Am I trying to hide or run away? Am I fighting with it and resisting it? Or is overwhelm covering up another emotion? Other things like that. And again, there's no right or wrong answer. You're just discovering and observing, being the observer of yourself. Okay, and doing this process over and over again is what brings clarity. It's a bit like working out, right? When you start to work out, you don't notice the first week the muscles being more defined or your energy being increased on a consistent basis, right? You notice how sore you are and how you have to keep encouraging yourself to just go to the gym. Like it's, it's difficult, right? You don't do it and then feel super awesome and all the rewards right away. This is a similar kind of thing, right? We're exercising for our emotional health. So it's going to feel that way. However, you will notice tiny shifts. So if you're feeling stuck in certain emotional cycles, you're going to feel slight shifts and have aha moments and things like that here and there. And it's about the daily small practices. Um, and make a point to do it because I promise the more that you do it and the more of a daily habit it becomes, like eating or sleeping, then you will see results. Alrighty, that's it. Processing your emotions. Allow and notice. Try it out and let me know how it goes in the comments, okay? If, if you're willing to go there and embrace the emotions, you will see a good difference. And if you want it, I am making available a list of those questions in the show notes so that you can refer to them in your processing work. You're welcome. <laughs> if you like what you're hearing, give this podcast a follow, like, a share, and let me know in the comment section what topics you would be interested in hearing about in the future that would help you in your journey on raising your child with special needs. 
Thanks for listening in. Take care.